Welcome to part two of the conversation with Dr. Funke Olayinka. If you haven't listened to part one, just go ahead and hit pause right now and go to the previous episode. Then come right back because today we will be diving into friendships and networks. Friendships are so lovely to see, right? I mean, friend goals, friendship goals. But what does it really take to be planted with the right set of people that you can truly count on in different seasons of your life? On today's episode, we're going to get right into it and we're going to end the episode with this question. Is it really lonely at the top? In your journey, even in this knowing, getting that feedback, we talk about, you know, there's always going to be blind spots. There's going to be things about yourself that you don't know. And in my mind, I want to ask about that in terms of networking, in terms of maybe mentors or things like that. Yeah. But my head is also going to <laughs> friendships. And so it's kind of like sometimes we put friends in this bucket, mm-hmm. other in this bucket, meaning mm-hmm. I might need legal advice. I might right. need, you know, for me, like I might need professional, and then I put friends in that bucket. And who says they can't, they can't both be in the same bucket? Yeah, yeah. So my question is, how have they played a role? And if those two should be merged, does that mean then that you have to be intentional about the people that are your friends? Right. Or in your circle, meaning I can't go here, say my friends only provide this, yeah. and then this other group, group provides that. No, that's that's deep. And that that would take some time to to parse through. But what I can say about that is for me personally, I love my networks. Um, It's taken me a while to get here because again, my personality being what it is, um, you know, being strong, uh, wanting to fix things and this and this and this and that, you know, you tend to rub people off the wrong way, even, even if when you don't mean to. But I, as I've over the last few years, as a woman, I've just learned to just love being around other women. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I feel like as women, we're stronger together than apart. And we can do so much more for each other. And, you know, there's the rhetoric out there, right? That like, I don't know, like, you know, women, we're catty, we're fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, in the last 10... Who put that out there? Men. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, girl. So we can't band together. <laughs> but I do have to say, I, I love us and I love women and I love my networks. And we we do so we can do so much more together and we're yeah. so stronger together. And the value that we bring for each other and how we can uplift each other, it's it's out of this world. So to your question, I'm gonna try to dissect it as, as much as you can. Friends and network. My kids tell me I have a lot of friends. And that's strange, right? For somebody who's a strong and opinionated and blah, blah, blah. It took me a while to get there, you know, but I have different categories of friends. Um, I can do like five girl trips with like five different groups of women. Wow. I love that. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes. Um, so I think a lot of times I find myself in a situation where I am the orchestrator of different girl groups. Right. And some of them overlap, but there's some there not to be overlapped. You cannot do a girl's trip, a girl's hiking trip with your girlfriends who are chill. Okay. They're going to be mad. What? We got to climb this mountain. We got to do what now? No, I want 
spas and massages. Yes, yes, mimosas by, by the pool. <laughs> and then I think that's where that bad perception came from. And then you put those two groups together. Of course, they're going to fight. Of course, they're going to be mad. That is actually, you're, that is. Of course, that girl's trip is going to be a mess. And then you're going to come back and then you're going to be mad. And you're like, I am never going on a girl's first. I don't know how I figured this out, but I figured it out a while ago. And my sister and I, um, the one immediately after me, we have this down. Like we can go on trips with ladies and it's different groups, right? But if you ever like have to merge them, then you have to have split activities. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's the point of this nonsensical thing that I'm saying (laughs) is that as women, and when we go into friends and network, you have to know who your friends are. Yeah. Okay. You have to meet people where they're at. You know, you want to talk about this is who I am. This is you have to know who the person your friend is. Who is my friend? You know, when we're pulling this up and we're like, okay, who am I inviting to this trip? I'm going to invite this person because she's a hiker. No, I'm not inviting her to this trip. I'm going to go on this other trip with her because she is a chiller. <laughs> I think if you ask me, that's just kind of how this is. You have to know your friends and you have to know who, who they are. And when you're looking to network and put women together, you have to put like women together because as much as you want to know who you are and you're strong and you're this and you're that, you don't want to put them in a, you don't want to put your friends in a situation where it's uncomfortable for them. Yeah. You know, I used to be able to have friends who didn't like each other. (laughs) Mm. And be able to maintain, like keep them separate. That is so stressful. (laughs) God bless you for me. That's, I don't do that anymore because I have, I have learned to dig a little deeper to see why mm. and figure out if I compromise my values to allow myself to be in that situation with such polar opposite people. Wow. Okay. 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 That is like a, another, like- that's another podcast. <laughs> we're not gonna go there let's focus let's focus okay so back back to this so I am at the point in my life now where I have been in that situation and I'm not anymore but I can be um, I can have I can honestly say I can host my girlfriends every single person that I consider friends and network I can host them in the same room but that room is just everybody's mingling together and just chilling but when I need to have a conversation with um okay when I when I need to call somebody Grace just got home. Um, oh, I have to be, I have to go somewhere. Grace needs to be at a soccer game or a tournament. I'm not calling Bola. Bola is <laughs> Dr. Bola, who is my girlfriend from like day one. She lives in somewhere far. I'm not yeah. calling her to come and drive 45 minutes, 30 minutes to pick up my girlfriend, my, my daughter, drive yeah. her 10 minutes and come back. I'm calling one of my soccer mom friends. Yeah. And even when I look at my soccer mom friend and I network, I'm not calling one of them that lives 30 minutes away. Yeah. I'm going to find the one that is 15, 20 minutes away. Yeah. And then, you know, so that's a network, but that's a, a, an organization that I'm in. You know, we're in this sports life. I've taken the time to get to know each one of them. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we're doing life together. Mm-hmm. Our ki- We don't, you know, our kids are in this group together. So you have to be intentional. So when you're talking about friendship and networks, a lot of times people always want to talk about, oh, this person's not a good friend. Are you a good friend? Yeah. <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> okay, that's another podcast. There's so many podcasts in this conversation uh, today. Let's no, not but go you know there. what? I mean, we're gonna go there. <laughs> women want to talk about friends and network and how people need to be good friends to them. And mm. don't nobody want to talk about am I a good friend? Mm, 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 mm. 
am I the person that when my friend needs this, mm -hmm. I'm the first person that they're thinking about and wanting to call? You yeah. cannot talk about you don't have friends, you don't have networks, and you have not put yourself out there yeah. to be a good friend to others, yeah. to be part of a community, or you're in a community and you're not a contributing member of the yeah. community, okay? You are that friend when all the girls are getting together to bring a potluck, and you show up with nothing, <laughs> but you eat it all. <laughs> So anyway, sorry. Okay, we're going to rest on that podcast. So back to networks. Yeah, so like, so I, I took the time to be intentional, to get to yeah. know them. my neighbors. My husband and I did a couple's trip not too long ago to Jamaica and we had it all planned out and we went to take our flight to come back home. Ooh, canceled. Can't get back yeah. until the next day. Oh my goodness. As already, things are lined up. Like, you know, my mother-in-law was here with the kids. She's older. She's not driving. The next day, literally... My daughter, my son had to be at school in the morning for AM band. Um, my daughter is doing math at the high school. So they couldn't take the bus. They had to take a bus. But before we left, we had it all planned. Their soccer stuff, we'd already tapped out all of the soccer parents yeah. to take them for the two days that we weren't there. Now, we didn't, we planned it so we would be back to do that morning drop off. And we're talking 7 a.m. in the morning. Wow. So me and him are looking at each other at the airport like... Why are you calling at 7 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> this is the day before. And we're looking at each other like, okay, this this flight is canceled. We're not, we're not leaving Jamaica tonight. We gotta, we're not getting home until tomorrow afternoon. These kids wow. have to be where they are in the morning. Call my neighbor hmm. that lives across the street from me. And they were like, absolutely, we will take Joshua at seven, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> we will take Grace to the high school and Joshua to the middle school and da, da, da. But when we first moved here, I told my husband, I want to be intentional. I want to yeah. get to know my neighbors. And I yeah. did. I went out. We met with them. We chat with them. Actually, that particular neighbor, her son worked with me, worked in my bakery for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I actually became friends with him because he was, I find him, he thought I was hilarious, of course. Um, <laughs> and we hung out and they had organizations and charities that they did. And I was a part of it. Yeah. There was a relationship there. Yeah. We don't talk all the time and I'd never really tapped into them for anything. So to your question, are they friends or are they a network? Mm. You know, but you can't, you cannot withdraw from an account that you never deposited yep. into. Yep. And I think a lot of times that's why some of us struggle with friends and network. Yeah. We want to cash out. Yeah. We've never invested. Yeah. So friends, networks, call it whatever you want to call it. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you have not put in the time to get to know the people in that organization and care for theirs, like it was yours, mm -hmm. you cannot expect the same and you cannot yeah. ask of the same thing. So whatever capacity you have in, you know, and of course don't spread yourself too thin. To, Thing. You also have to be strategic about where you choose to spend your time and your network. And some of, some of those things are seasonal, right? Yeah. Right now, my I'm not going to be invested in soccer mom communities <laughs> when my kids are up to college. It's for a time now. Yeah. And then, you know, the time. So anyway, I think it, you get the scope. So that, that's how I navigate it. And that's how friends and friendships and networks wow. are for me. My, my formula to friendship is stop worried. Stop <laughs> worrying about if somebody is a good friend to you, mm -hmm. be a little bit more concerned about, are you a good friend to them? Yeah. 
And are you that person that they would consider? And if you, and you know, let's be, let's keep it real, y'all. Okay. People, you, you gotta be a value. We play too much. Like we're expecting everybody to drop what they're doing and do stuff for us. Well, what do you bring into the table? Where's, where's the value proposition in your friendship? Like, are you calling me every time there's a problem or are you like you calling you calling every time you call your friend they they have to like you know but anyway one last thing i'll say yeah no it's it's a great point you make because to your point about cashing out sometimes you don't people don't think about that until they need something it's like even professionally an advice i've heard long time ago is you don't wait until you need a job for you to start calling people you're building those relationships you're and the more that you make it organic, make it easy, the less is last minute. You know when you get that text where someone is like, hi, how are you? How was your weekend? And you know right away this person wants something. <laughs> and you're just waiting for them to just be like, oh, what do you want? Can I, can I interrupt you on something? Exactly what you said. My networks are too tight that I have friends that I may not talk to in six months. And when I'm texting them, my first text message is, hey, I need something. Mm. I don't have to say the, hi, how are you? I don't have to say, hey, how are you? How are your kids? Um, what did Sally do yesterday? And start that preamble before I get to what I need. Our, <clears throat> our relationship is so tight and you know who I am so well that I ain't even saying hi. I'm not even saying, how are you? It's yeah. a text that be like, hey, I need something. Are you available? Hey, but here's the other flip. Are you that person? Can you go six months not talking to somebody and they don't have to do that preamble. They can just text you. I have people in my life where I don't have to talk to them every day. If they call me, we're pausing this podcast. Because I know that they're calling me because they need something. Yeah. And I know that whatever it is they need, I am going to make it available to them. And I don't need a touch base every day. There's like levels to this friendship thing. <laughs> There's levels to this networking thing. And at the core of everything, it's knowing who you are, being yourself, you have shown who you truly are to people yeah. and people know you, they know your heart, they know who you are. And if you need something and you call them, they are pausing their podcast, they are pausing their meeting and they're going to pick up, they're going to be like, you okay? I'm in a meeting. Can I call you back? Everything all right? And if they see everything is not all right, you're stepping out of that call. Yeah. And you and, oh, if they say, no, 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 I'm fine, but I do need you to call me back. Yeah, yeah, I'll be done in 20 minutes and I'll call you back in 20 minutes and you call them back in 20 minutes and they're like listen um are you available on so 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 date I need this or I need this recommendation can you write this recommendation for somebody or I need like because when you've needed it they'll, they'll do it right and 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 if you're not in that place where you can call people and you don't have to preamble ah how are you how are the kids <laughs> Ah, Josh is tall now. What grade is he in? Oh my God. If you have to ask what grade my kid is, don't even ask. <laughs> don't ask. You don't know. <laughs> you had to get to what you want <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just wanted to really this say is, that. It's, I, yes. <laughs> it's, it's great that we're touching on it and... I think this is going to be like one of its own things because I still have another question related yes. to this. I know when we had talked about, when we had talked earlier, mm -hmm. one of the things that we talked about was this, was this idea of if you're a certain way or with success, it's lonely at the top. We have, we know the famous song, Lonely at the Top. So could you 
and we, we talked about this and a comment that was made to you essentially about it being lonely at the top yeah. and i love your answer okay I, i'm going to paraphrase it horribly but it was essentially <laughs> if i don't make the right decisions it's not good i'm never gonna find out i'm not gonna <laughs> make it to the top <laughs> find out. and it's interesting because we're talking about friendships and we're talking about this idea that because you're a certain way, you might alienate people. So yeah. I want us to talk about this idea of it okay. being lonely at the top. At the top. Because one okay. is sure. a horrible comment. I'll try to remember the story and how I, I, I don't know. It won't be the same, but I'll, I'll try. So you're right. You know, people want to say that for folks who are driven and for folks who are career oriented and this and that, and people who are trying to get to the top, that, you know, you have to bring people up with you. I think that's the sentiment, right? Because so I, I expect excellence. Why? I deliver excellence, period. I push myself, okay? You, you, you're not gonna ask me to do something and I'm gonna do it lackadaisy. So if you're going to be in my close network, um, to a certain extent, if you have the ability and you have the capability, I expect the same from you. Now, friendships are different. You have to be a little bit sensitive with that. But when it comes to work and business, that's it. Again, it's the hat, right? When I put on my hat to go to work, they're not my friends. They're not my homies, okay? <laughs> I build chemotherapy regimens. It's not okay that I build a functionality that's not calculating the dose appropriately. Not okay. There's no in-between. There are no non-negotiables. There's nothing to discuss. This is a work that needs to be done. Get it done and submit it. Now, see, this is why people call me a bitch, right? <laughs> <I'll have that. laughs> How I switched real quick one second. I was like, oh, fun. And then I'm like, non-negotiable. <laughs> or you're dead. <laughs> but that can happen in friendships because even in your friendships, even in all of that, no, seriously, even in all of that, you do have non-negotiables. <laughs> Okay, so, but work, work is different, right? You put a hat on mm -hmm. and in business. So for me, I try that part of me. I keep it in business. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't filter that into friendship. In friendship, I'm like, oh, you don't want to go hiking. You want to drink. Oh, okay, let's do this. That's different. But when we're at work and we're doing business, business is business, people. And I had to learn that the hard way too, because as a Christian, because that hat never goes off, right? I talked about that hat never coming off. When you're in business, the one thing I realized, not everybody's a Christian in business and the Christian principle does not work in business, okay? So my Christian hat is still on because it never comes up because that's a core, that's who I am. But make no mistake, people here, we are asking for excellence, okay? This is, this is deliverable. So you're in work, you're in business and, and, and this is where we get the label, right? Because when people come and work with me, and I am this way and I have, and I've asked, we're not hanging out because when we're hanging out, it's different. We're not on the soccer field because that's different. That's a, that's a different hat. You got a different hat that day. But yeah. in this office, in this room, in my business, this is who I am. I am a boss. There, there are things that need to be delivered. There are people's lives are at stake for this, people's livelihood, organizations that have to be done a certain way. So you're in this and people perceive you. And that's also another reason why you have to be careful about mixing business with friendship sometimes. You really have to be. 
uh, depending on what you're trying to achieve. So you're in business and you're like driving people and you say, we need this to happen. So I think the uh, situation I'm referring to is like people know you a different way and now you're in business and you're tough on them. And they're like, oh my God, now I see why everybody says what they say about you. Because, you know, like you are no nonsense. You're the, yes, I am no nonsense. Since when is that a bad thing? I am no mess. Yes, I am in this situation. I need you to deliver this to me. So when you're not, when you're adhering to what your values are in terms of work and business and you're driving for excellence and you're asking the people that are working for you and, and they're driving to excellence, then people are not able to deliver yeah. and they turn around and try to make it about you. You have a deliverable. You didn't deliver. You're not delivering. And I'm letting you know that listen, this is my expectations. And then people want to now flip it and be like, oh my God, you're so tough. You're too tough. You need to relax. Like if you keep asking of these things and requiring people to do this, you're going to end up being alone. Uh, hello, you're not the first. My mother said the same thing too. My mother, you know, like, come on, this is not new. You think you're the first one? Mm, no, wrong answer. So this particular instance that I, I think we were discussing, you know, the person had said to me, because they had given me a deliverable that wasn't up to par. And I said, this is unacceptable. I need you to redo this, right? Because I need this done appropriately. I need this done correctly. And they're like, wow, that, you know, you, you're, here's the thing. They, the person recognized the drive. The person recognized the excellence. They're like, oh my God, you're, you're so driven. You're so this, you're so that. You require so much. You did this and that. But if you keep, if you stay this way, I love it when people try to give you advice. Right? <laughs> people want to give you advice on what you're trying to achieve and attain or where you're trying to go. And they've never been there. <laughs> but they're going to give you advice on how you're going to get there. No, thank you. I will take the advice from the person that's already there. Okay, that's another podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have a lot of that. We have a lot of people giving advice. My, my personal pet peeve is people who give advice about business and they don't even own a business. Again, another podcast, but let's Ooh. just chat a little. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry for me. Sorry for me. I think the theme of this should be another podcast. <laughs> anyway, okay, let me stay focused. So like this person is like, okay, you're not, you know, you're so driven. So they proceed to give me advice, right? You're so driven. And, you know, if you keep like this, I understand what you're trying to achieve here, but you have to be flexible, right? You have to kind of lower your standards and work with people because like I'm delivering. So pretty much I said, I'm delivering this nonsense to you. You should take it because this is the best I can give you. No, I'm going to hire somebody else who's going to deliver exactly what I need. But this person is trying to convince me that I did my best. I <laughs> tried. You know, this is this is what I'm giving you. And you're like, no. And I was like, no, this is unacceptable. I'm not going to accept it. You either redo it or I find somebody else who's going to do it. And then they proceed to give me advice. Like, well, I mean, if you continue this way, you will get to where you're going to get to. You will be successful, but you're going to be by yourself. And it's going to be lonely at the top. That's what they said to me. And I don't even know what came over me. And I looked at them and I said, if I continue like this, and work with people like you who give me subpar, I would never find, I would never get to the top and then I would never find out if it's lonely at the top. So wow. like, I would never get there. And, wow. and, and the best way I can think about it is people say that all the time. It's lonely at the top, it's lonely at the top. Well, if I keep working with you and that's your sentiment, I will never get to the top, you know? And it's not lonely at the top. 
Thank you. It's not. Like, where did that come from? That? It's not. It's, you know, it's funny because sometimes the people who say it are not at the top. They're not. You know, like, they're not. How do you know? How do you know when you're saying it's lonely at the top? You're not. You haven't even made it past the first rung of the ladder. And you know, the other thing I thought about too, and you know, we've talked about this already, where we talked about the networks and you're the pattern. It's lonely at the top for whatever reason they're saying it is, because maybe that person didn't invest in networks, right? That person did not surround themselves with people or invested in networks or whatever, whatever. But the other thing that dropped in my spirit when I was talking to that person and they told me it's lonely at the top, I thought to myself, if we keep allowing people to drag us, right? If we keep lowering our standards, right? It's not even that we won't get to the top. You will be drawn back to their level. Because it's almost like you're trying to climb, you're going hiking, but then you're trying to climb and get to the top with weights on you. You got to drop those weights to get to the top. And a lot of times people feel like, oh, we have to come up with people. We have to add these on. We have to put this on to be able to get there. You're never going to get there. Hey, that was another podcast on its own. Stay tuned for the final episode of the conversation 